Discovering Amazing Possibilities, part of the Amplify Her Media Network. I'm Carmen Shields. We are all unique human beings living this human experience we call life. We are all works in progress. What if we took that a step further, pausing for a moment? A moment to ask ourselves, what else is possible? Bringing the question into the forefront of our consciousness without seeking out any answer. What if you were to just be with the question so that you can then choose something different for your life. So this podcast is an invitation to you to ask yourself the question, what else is possible? And to see what amazing possibilities show up. So do the thing. Create the masterpiece. Do whatever your heart desires. Give yourself permission to do it messy and do it anyway. Keep discovering something new about yourself each and every day. Get curious about you. What amazing possibilities have you not considered in your life today? Hi, everyone, and welcome to a bonus episode for the podcast. I usually only record twice a month, but I was feeling a spark of inspiration, and here I am. Today, I'm going to talk about end-of-month reflections and this new identity I've been stepping into recently. Spoiler alert. I'm not actually going to share what the identity is. I'm not quite ready to share it just yet on the podcast, but I think that will give you all something to look forward to for when I do share it. I have eight reflection questions, and then I'll share my own reflections, and I'll share a little bit about what the process has been like for me in stepping into this new identity. So these eight questions... You can use pretty much any time, but they're meant to be uh, reflection questions to use at the end of each month. And the questions come from a dear friend of mine and amazing coach I've been working with, Stephanie Rousseau. She had these questions in one of her newsletters, and they were so, so good. I really wanted to share them with you. So here are the questions. Number one, what am I proud of myself for this month? Two, write a list of things that I want to celebrate and acknowledge. These are both big and small wins. Three, what were the lessons I learned? Four, what were the opportunities for growth? And you can think of this as maybe what were some of the challenges But I really love the word choice, opportunities for growth. That, for me, resonates a little bit better. Five, what distracted me from my goals? Six, what actions kept me focused and on track? And I want to add to that. Did you have somebody in your life that was an accountability partner this month that helped you stay focused and on track? Seven, what can I do differently next month? And eight, what do I choose to focus on next month? So now 
I'm going to share some of my end of the month reflections for the month of September. And the first question is, what am I proud of myself for this month? Well, I am proud of myself for getting outside my comfort zone with this podcast and doing interviews. Some are long, some are short, but I've been consistently creating content for the podcast and asking people if they want to come on the show. So I'm proud of myself for that. And the next thing I'm proud of is this identity I've been flirting with recently. Been having fun and stepping into this new identity. And at the same time, also embodying it and up-leveling. So the next question. List of things to celebrate. I have several. The first one is what I've been doing, up-leveling in a few areas of my life, daily meditation and journaling, making a commitment to my self-care daily, and making that a non-negotiable and following through, really surrendering and allowing and trusting the process. What were some of the lessons I learned? For me... This whole notion of trying to control everything might leave you disappointed in the end. It might leave you ending up feeling defeated. The next lesson I've learned is to really step into my feminine energy. And how to do that is through surrendering, trusting, and allowing. (laughs) That's all there is to it. And I will tell you... It is not easy, especially if you've been operating from the masculine energy. And I'm not saying the masculine energy is bad. We need feminine and we need masculine. But if you're used to always operating from the masculine energy, my goodness, stepping into this feminine energy or even the idea of that, it's like, where do you even begin to start? So... I started with surrendering, trusting, and allowing. The third lesson I learned is being prepared is good, but learning to go with the flow sometimes and being flexible is even better. And guess what? It's always okay to change your mind. Four, what were opportunities for growth? This is a big one for me. You can think of that as what were some of the challenges, but I like the word opportunities for growth. So for me, giving myself grace when things didn't go as planned. And the next one I'm going to talk about briefly, but I want to start by saying that a lot of people don't know this about me. I recently was diagnosed with ADHD, so an opportunity for growth for me was Making friends with my ADHD. Well, what do I mean by that? Well, when I got the diagnosis at age 35, I was sort of freaking out. I spent a lot of time asking questions around it, but also asking myself, now what? I got the information, but now what do I do with it? And I didn't really want to tell anybody about it. I didn't want to talk about it. And I didn't want to go see my doctor about it. So 
when I say making friends with my ADHD, that's just another way of saying entering a space of acceptance, I guess you could say. And asking questions about that. The next one is trusting that I'm always being guided. So whether that's connecting with my spirit guides during meditation or even when I'm not in meditation, just trusting the process, trusting that I am always being guided and I can ask for help. (laughs) Asking for help has been a big thing too. I am not, I should say it this way, asking for help is not a strength of mine. There. Okay, so shifting my attitude. Do my actions match with how I want to be perceived? And how do I want to be perceived? Well, I want to be perceived as kind and loving. I want to be perceived as patient. I want to be perceived as a creative problem solver. So do my actions match that? Number five, what distracted me from my goals? Well, (laughs) I like to call it the something shiny syndrome or not feeling good enough and feeling completely drained of energy at the end of my day. Always people pleasing because when you've spent such a long time in your life, especially in your childhood, operating from that mode of people-pleasing, you carry it on into your adult life. And that's not always easy to shift your mindset. So that distracted me from my goals. The good news is, what are the actions that kept me focused and on track? Giving myself a break during the day and self-regulation. Self-regulation is a really amazing tool I've learned working with a coach. So taking deep breaths, because I have a tendency of forgetting to breathe. Tapping, which is something that I learned. It's also called emotional freedom technique. So look it up if you're interested. And my daily non-negotiables, that kept me on track. What can I do differently next month? More self-care time. Moving the body more throughout the week. Whether that's walking or stretching. I work on my mental well-being, but I want to do more with the physical. Waiting to respond is a big thing for me. Tuning into my body and waiting to respond. Doing more things that light me up and less of the things that do not light me up. Saying no. The final question, number eight, what do I choose to focus on next month? What I'm choosing to focus on next month is me. And being in the space of acceptance and grace. This whole new identity that I've been recently stepping into more and more is about that acceptance and grace and I've actually been doing a program called Identity Flirt that was presented to me by an amazing coach Stephanie Bruchot where 
we're sort of flirting with this new identity that we want to step into. And this last week, we did a seven-day embodiment of this new identity, all surrounded around these different questions. And some of the questions are, how do I think? What is my attitude in general about everyday things in life? What do I believe about myself? How do I act when I'm happy, when I'm triggered? What is my daily energy like? How do I want to be perceived? What makes me feel alive? So that's what I'm really going to be focusing on next month is up-leveling a little bit more and stepping more and more. I don't want to say stepping. I guess the better word is embodying this new identity. And so those are some of my monthly reflections. The next thing I want to talk about is this process that I've been going through in stepping into this new identity. I'm going to keep the identity a mystery for now, but when I am ready to share it, it'll be amazing. But the last four weeks have been really, really cool, really eye-opening, really getting me to bring this new identity into my awareness, allowing me the space to step into this identity fully. And I've learned some really amazing things about myself. But the first thing I really learned is shifting my mindset away from identity being set in stone to, no, that's not the case. Your identity, you can shift at any point in time that you choose to. It is not part of your DNA. It's not like your eye color. Well, I guess you could change your eye color, but I think you get where I'm trying to go with this. It's not what your voice sounds like. It's not really that much of who you are because you could choose to release and let go of an identity that is not fully serving you. It's not for your highest good. So what I've learned in stepping into this new identity and embodying this new identity is that I welcome people helping me, that I welcome support from the universe, and I really surrender the need to control because I trust the process and I trust that I'm always being guided. And how am I thinking? Well, I'm waiting to respond. I'm trusting that I'm always being guided and I'm checking in with my body and waiting to respond. For me, that's a really, really big deal coming from a person who is always people-pleasing and wanting people to like me for one reason or another. Wanting to be heard, wanting to be seen, wanting to feel appreciated. But now I'm shifting my way of thinking also because I've discovered that my way of thinking is not going to look like everyone else's. So opening up to that, learning more about my ADHD brain and how it really does make sense that there are times where I cannot focus and I go from one thing to the next very, very rapidly. 
So this whole practice of waiting to respond, tuning into my body, how does my body feel? Is it something that I'm going to feel a yes to in my gut? Or is it something I'm going to feel a no to? Or more importantly, hell no. So really just getting curious about that and being mindful of how I am thinking. And that goes into the next one. What do I believe about myself? I believe I am kind. I am patient. I'm brave. That I'm confident in knowing when I have the energy for certain things and when I do not. And how am I acting in that moment? When I'm happy or when I'm triggered? And the thing about being triggered, what am I doing when I'm triggered? Am I sitting with my feelings? Or am I feeling the need to control things? Am I shutting down? And I'm, am I retreating from the world? Those are the things I used to do. But some of the things I want to do are pausing, taking a deep breath, maybe going outside in nature, self-regulating. And what I've been practicing is saying to myself when I'm triggered, okay, what's going on here? This is so interesting. The story I'm telling myself is, and then blank. Whatever the story I'm telling myself in that moment, that I'm triggered. And look, I am not an expert (laughs) in this whole stopping, pausing, what do you call it? Stop, drop, and roll. No, that's not what I'm talking about. When you're triggered, stopping, pausing, getting curious about that feeling because it's uncomfortable. It does not feel good to be triggered. And a lot of the time... When I'm triggered, I want to stuff it down. I don't want anything to do with that feeling because that's not what I learned growing up. I come from a family of we just don't talk about it, but we need to go to therapy and talk to somebody else about it. I know that sounds ridiculous. So what actions am I taking when I'm triggered? How am I getting curious about that? And then what's my daily energy like? Stepping into this new identity. My daily energy is one of curiosity. I want to feel peaceful and in flow during the day. I want to take time to slow down during the day to self-regulate. For me, that's really helpful because with my ADHD brain, I'm going 99 miles a minute all of the time, I'm constantly thinking, I have all these ideas, but I'm not taking action on any of those ideas. I'm writing them all down, but they're still on my brain when I go to bed. What do I want my energy to be like? And how is that going to help me? Leading into the next question of how do I want to be perceived? Do my actions match? How do I want to be perceived? Ooh. I really love this one. And I mentioned in the beginning, I want to be perceived as kind and loving, patient. I want to be perceived as playful. We can always use a little bit more playfulness in our life. I want to be perceived as a creative problem solver so that I can expand on my creativity. And yes, I'm not going to solve 
all the problems in the world, but how can I be of service? That is what makes me feel alive, being of service, whether that's to myself or to other people. And it helps me to feel grounded in life. The other thing that makes me feel alive is every morning I write down five things that bring me joy. It's a five things that bring me joy list. So this is a small piece of what the process has looked like for me in stepping into this new identity, embodying this new identity. It's been really cool the last four weeks to really reflect on where I was four weeks ago when I began this journey and how I'm going to continue it. The things that I've learned about myself, this awareness that I've created for myself, this expansiveness of this new identity is really, really cool. And I'm so excited to share it with you when I'm feeling ready. It's going to be amazing. I cannot wait. Hope you have a great weekend. And I hope you can join me for season two, which is starting next month of Discovering Amazing Possibilities podcast. I have some really fun interviews coming up and some fun solo episodes. So until next time. And I want to leave you with this last and final thought today. What amazing possibilities have you not considered in your life today? If you enjoyed today's episode or were inspired by something you heard, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show so you don't miss any episodes. And if you feel called to, you can connect with me on my website, iamcarmenshields.com, or over on Instagram, at amazingpossibility.